guys. Hello. Okay, this episode's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. We laughed. We cried. Um, we laughed. <laughs> we cried. It's a, a feely, feely episode, and I hope that you are here for it. I want to introduce you to my friend, Larice. She is such a treasure. You'll hear me gush on her as we um, start our interview, but I am so, so thankful that God has placed her in my life and so thankful to hear her story and to know her. And she's just a really bright light in this world. And this episode is all about finding purpose through our pain and um, knowing that there's more for us in this life. And we recorded this episode mid-September and just a couple weeks later, um, she experienced new pain with her mom passing. And, and so we kind of put a, we put a hold on posting this one. We both wanted to feel like it was the right time to uh, have it out and to celebrate life. And that time is now. So with that, I really, really give you today's episode um, full of heart, full of passion, full of love for you, our audience. Both of us were just thinking about all the people that could and might listen uh, as we chatted, but also just knowing that that it's just uh, such an opportunity that we are given to use our voices in this way. I just pray that you find something like really sweet in this episode for you personally. And if you hear of anything that you know somebody else in your life needs to hear, please pass it on. We get we kind of get a little bit on our soapbox at some points and it's it's a fun it's a fun episode. So anyways, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get into it and I hope you guys really enjoy it. Go take us in your story if you hear uh, something that resonates with you. Have a good one. Hey there, you are listening to Spinning Plates Podcast and I am your host, Selena Johnson. I am so glad you're here. So grateful to be a part of your journey in any way. My heart just wants this to be a place where people find hope and inspiration and encouragement and support. And I just really, really want you to know you can spin all the plates in your life and find balance and joy in the process. I pray that as you listen and you hang out with me that you feel like we're just chatting over coffee. And I also pray that as you leave, you feel better than when you came in. And with that, here is today's episode. Larice, you're here! Hello, hello. I'm so happy. It is an honor to have you on my podcast. I just like real quick for the audience, Larice and I have never seen each other in real life. So this is like new. We're like, well, we're not in like person, but on Zoom. Uh, we have struck a relationship up over Clubhouse and through our friend Tracy, who deserves yes. all the credit in the world for bringing us together. Uh, it's just an absolute honor to have you here. I am so excited. I cannot wait for our listeners to hear what you share because everything you drop is gold in my book. And oh, thank you. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the Thank book. you. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to add that before I even knew anything about you, before I knew Tracy, before I knew anything, I was sharing a reel that you did. <laughs> so weird. And, I mean, it's crazy. And then when we started co-moderating together and I saw your picture and your name, I, I go, wait, I think that's the woman that was in that reel that I was sharing with people. We were so meant to be friends. <laughs> You're the one. You're the one who liked my reel. That's amazing. <laughs> these reels that we put all this heart into and then it's like you know <laughs> you have no idea where it's gonna go <laughs> yeah you know and it's so good and how it's gonna touch people and yeah I love that yeah, I love that right. so much so Larice, I would love for just us to open up with you telling us a little bit about yourself and where you're at in life and kind of you know what's latest for you yeah, so I'm Larice Duffy, and I am a certified life coach with a bachelor's degree in psychology. I am the CEO of A Mindful Journey. I am the co-founder of A Kindness Matters Scholarship, the podcast host of Aligned and Awakened, 
And I am, well, my proudest title is the mother of, of four beautiful boys that I just adore. So, um, yeah, that's me. That's, that, that's me in a quick nutshell. Anyway. <laughs> and you're glossing over the fact for men, basically at this point, not even boys anymore. Right. Like they're yes. like, yeah, they're men. Yes. And also three of which are triplets, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I have 20 year old triplets that are in college and an 18 year old senior in high school. So, oh, yes, they, they are men. They are men and they are the love of my life for sure. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And it, it, you're, you're ahead of me as a boy mom. And so it's been really sweet to get to know you and kind of hear some of these nuggets that I need to be remembering and taking into life with me and, and all the things. So yeah. I'm well, excited. absolutely. Because people used to say all the time, it goes so fast. And mm. having four kids under the age of three, I thought you're out of your mind. You think this is <laughs> yeah, <all> fast. <laughs> but now as they have grown, I look back and say, wow, it really did feel like, you know, in a snap of a of a moment it's yeah. it's poof there you know, what do they say the days are long the years are short right exactly. <laughs> so so true yes. absolutely yes. Yes. oh my gosh well you have I know is such a beautiful um I mean business but really your your voice out in the world is so needed and I know that you really really talk to women so we're gonna be we will talk to men and women today yes. but I know most of my listening audience are women and uh, you have a real passion for helping them find and create that life that they can find joy in, right? That they yes. can enjoy. Yeah. So yes. why don't you talk to us a little bit about what that looks like and how you, how you go about coming alongside somebody in their journey and starting, I really feel like we talk a lot of the times to people who are like, don't even know where to start. Like, yes, I want to cultivate this life that I love. I want to have a passion for what I'm doing. I'm overwhelmed. I'm burdened. I'm taxed. I'm tired. Right. So how, where do you, how do you get from A to Z and where do you even start on that journey with them? So is it okay if I give a little back history? Because Love I think it. that's important to just feel like, okay, this wasn't somebody who life has just really always been easy. And, and I want to say, Yes. And I just want to interrupt because I was like, I want, I want you to share your story, but I, so let's just do it out of the gate. Let's just okay. do it out of the gate. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> so important. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, having triplets, right. We started out with, with big infertility problems and we overcame that clearly. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> yeah. So, so the triplets were um, a result of infertility. And then my youngest was what I call our bonus. Mm -hmm. So um, I now have this beautiful life, this most amazing life. I'm married to, you know, my husband, who's just amazing. And I have four children and I run a small business from home and life is just grand, right? Who could ask for more? And about 10 years into it, I am talking to a girlfriend and just sharing that I have all these wonderful things in my life and I, I spell them out to her, you know, four healthy kids, a beautiful husband, great family, great friends, great community. I have run a business where I can stay home with my kids. And don't you think I should be skipping around the house because I'm not. And what I realized was that I had a nudge. I had a little, um, you know, a little sort of tap on the shoulder. And what happened is I ignored it. And I felt selfish and I felt like I wasn't practicing gratitude, that I should be so grateful for all of these things or else, you know, God is just going to take them away, you know? Um, and that was sort of my belief and my mindset. The feeling never went away. I just ignored the nudge. About a year and a half or two years later, my very healthy, very athletic, strong husband who coached my four boys in basketball, baseball, and football, he was a big part of our community and my children's lives, of course, and, and all of us. That's what we did. We, we were a pact. We did everything together. We went to church. We went to dinner. We went to sporting events. We, that's what we did. We watched sporting events. You know, we, we did our thing. And um, he had some really weird, quirky symptoms. We couldn't figure it out. We were seeing doctors for about nine months to make a very long story short. Um, so much so that nobody could figure out what it was. We finally found ourselves in a neurologist specialist's office at 10 a.m. We were going to go out to dinner, or excuse me, out to lunch after the appointment because Kevin took off. 
we were joking. We thought, okay, let's just check off another box. Maybe he's got something where we can really move forward, but we got all the scary stuff out of the way, so I wasn't worried at all. After he did his exam and ran some testing on Kevin, he sat us down and said, this is very serious, which immediately got my attention. He proceeded to tell us that he believed Kevin had the beginning stages of ALS. And we knew about the ice bucket challenge, but we didn't know exactly what ALS meant. And my husband said, um, can you tell us exactly what that means? And the doctor responded with the scariest thing I've ever heard. He said, how much do you want to know? Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, what does that mean? I was so horrified, Selena. So my husband said, we want to know it all. And he shared it all. And mm -hmm. all of the awful things that would be happening from, you know, losing your ability to walk and losing your ability to possibly talk and losing your ability to eat or, and then losing your ability to breathe and finally passing. He said probably mm. three to five years. Mm. And I have never had the, you know, horrifying, tragic, you know, sucker punch it, it was like everything yeah, you imagine. could imagine um, i can actually today look back at my past self and just want to hug her mm. and just want to put my arms around her and tell her that everything will be okay because it was that scary mm -hmm. um anyway we went through a lot mm -hmm. uh we thought maybe he was misdiagnosed with lyme disease the symptoms overlap we went through a very long journey. In that time, I went and got certified to be a life coach. That was my nudge. Mm. That was my fulfillment. I, like I said, I had a I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I always knew my purpose was to help, was to that was sort of my role in my family, with my friends. Um, and at this time I was you know, with Kevin's situation, although at that moment we thought maybe it was Lyme disease, we had some hope. Uh, it was the worst time of my life. I had a sick husband, whether it was Lyme or ALS, he was sick. I was running a business from my home. I had four young kids and I decided to go get my certification for life coaching because I was so certain that I needed to do that. And I realized with his diagnosis that life was short, we need to do the thing. I mean, that was the message that was just screaming to me. Um, and also, I think the realization that when the doctor said three to five years to live, and I realized that was about the time that the triplets were going to go off to college, I realized I'm a mom and a wife. That's who I am. And I was so focused on the who I was, I forgot about the what I was. And I realized the need to create within me the what. Mm. And that that was something that no one could ever take away. No matter what, I could hold that in my heart and be that and know for sure that no one could take it away. And that was part of the, of the push to go for something that, um, I needed to do. What I didn't realize was that it was going to help me so much mm. navigate through the journey that my husband and my children and myself were going through. Mm. So it and was, your your husband has passed. Yes, my husband passed three years ago. <clears throat> yeah, three years I, ago. Yeah, I graduated with my certification nine months before he passed. Um, and something that happened. I said, you know, we shared with our children that it was ALS. Then we thought it was Lyme disease, which we shared with them again. And um, then when my husband, we were doing so many things, including IV antibiotic, he started to decline. We had to have a very serious conversation about are we searching for answers or running from the truth? Yeah. And yeah. that was a hard conversation to have, but a necessary one. Yeah. And when we went to see an ALS specialist at Columbia, Presbyterian in the city. And he said to us, I don't know if you have Lyme disease or not. What I know for sure is that you have ALS. Mm. We were, we came home and I said to him, we need to sit down with the boys. I promised them honesty and that whatever I knew they would know. 
and I did all the talking and no one said a word. The only thing that was said was one of the boys said, mom, are you okay? And I said, yes. (laughs) And I left the room, we left the meeting and I thought to myself, why did they ask me that? Why was I the one asked if I was okay when Kevin, their father, is the one who's going to lose his life? Yeah. The one who has this awful illness. And what I realized is that they were watching him decline. They had prepared themselves that something bad was going to happen. Yeah. And they accepted that they were probably going to lose their father. What they wanted to make sure was that they weren't going to lose their mother. And that was a time in this experience that I took my power back, that I recognized I was trying so hard to control something Mm. that I never had control over. I was giving power to something that I never had power over. And this diagnosis, although devastating and confirmed diagnosis, I should call it, although devastating, gave me the ability to recognize, okay, Larisse, What do you have power over? Where do you need to direct your strength and your effort? And I realized I needed to direct it in a way that I was leading this family, that I was was being the example to these boys, that I was being their rock, that I was, you know, strength for them, that they could, that I could give them the promise that they weren't going to lose their mother, that I wasn't going to just stay in bed, that I've no judgment for anybody who does, but this was just my path. And that I was going to create a situation in their life with tragedy and bring in compassion, kindness, love, patience, Mm -hmm. even a sense of humor when appropriate. And that I had the ability This was an opportunity. It could be an opportunity to just fall apart. And for anybody who does, I get it. Mm -hmm. But for me, I decided it was going to be an opportunity to be the example that our circumstances are our circumstances, but we always have our choices with what we're going to do with those circumstances. And my choice was to lead with love and with strength and with compassion and like I said even a sense of humor and that's what we did and that's oh. what we did yeah. all right so <laughs> so much to unpack there mm. um you know I've said it to you already before but I just want to say I'm so sorry for your loss Thank you. Thank you. um and I'm so grateful that you this is an emotional episode already not even five minutes in um I'm so grateful that you would um share your story so that others whatever their heart looks like right now could could have that perspective of choice um I obviously do not have the same story as you but at the beginning when you were saying you have so much to be grateful for and you should just be feeling grateful and feeling guilty for not just feeling grateful. That is my story. I mean, that's the reason I'm sitting here today is because I, I was feeling that same nudge and calling and I was in a place of, um, accepting this is it like accepting this is it when really there's so much more that was meant for me. And I know that's how you're feeling. There's so much more that was meant for you. And you had no idea that was the direction it was all going to take when you said yes to Kevin, right? Like that wasn't the, yeah, yeah, yeah. To find that um, purpose within that pain, I think is, is really beautiful. Larice, and I just want to thank you and your boys. How sweet. Yeah, they're they're really amazing. But I want to just emphasize this because I think it's really important. Whatever your heart is, Mm -hmm. this isn't a time to judge yourself and feel like, wow, she went into it feeling like that. There was a lot of tears. There was a lot of work through the pain. I believe that we don't, the only way out of the pain is through. And so there was a lot of work in, in, in that. So I don't want to sometimes I feel like sharing my story and trying to be quick about it so it doesn't take so you know so much of the <laughs> you and I said we could have a five-hour podcast exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
but I don't, this isn't a time for self-judgment. This is a time for, 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 for being the gentle observer, you know, for really, um, focusing on what you need and, um, and traveling through the grief and then recognizing that at the end of that, you have choices, yeah. you have power, and you have the ability to plug into that power and to access it, but when you are ready. Mm-hmm. So in no way am I giving a very, you know, quick story to everybody thinking, wow, I wish I could do it like that. You know, of course, everybody's heart is different and, and everybody, you know, I really got the tools from from coaching that really shifted my ability to navigate this situation. Yeah, and I think it's so important because it's so funny that we're talking about this because this whole week has, it's been on my heart and I've been sharing behind the scenes and in social media is that it's, it's that process, right? Like the, it, we, we so, we so much see what people's highlights are and we hear their testimony. We hear, you know, we, we see what they're up to and we, you know, we're, we're always looking at some sort of end result and we're thinking how come I can't have that end result? And really you and I can both sit here today and say right now in this moment, I'm in the process. Like I'm in the journey and I don't know what the result will look like three years from now, but I'm going to continue to live. And I think that's the being present part, right? In your, in your journey. And to understand that, that there is no, like, how do I say, there's no like pretty picture that, that's just like, it just happens there. Everybody has a story leading them to that point. And exactly. anyone who's a coach or sharing, and we're all here just to help you figure out what your process looks like. Right. Exactly. 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 And yeah. I think that, like you said, it's very easy to just see the highlights mm. and then judge why Mm. we're not having those experiences and what we have to recognize you know it's funny just a quick I took a picture of my tv once and I don't know I had like shark tank on or something and Mm. I I posted it and said um you know I don't know I asked a question about shark tank and somebody wrote to me that I I don't you know I know her from Instagram but we don't know each other in real life and she said forget about shark tank holy cow that fireplace is gorgeous Mm. and I wrote back to her okay and what you don't see is what's on the other side of that fireplace which is the room is empty there's no furniture and I'm sitting on a kitchen chair so so I love it oh my god doesn't that remind us you know not to believe social media like not to believe what you see, yes. making it, because in her mind, she probably thought I was sitting in this gorgeous room mm. with this, and it was, you know, and I was like, exactly, that's why I had to share. Yeah. Things aren't what they look like. No. We are storytellers and meaning makers, and we make everything, we blow up everything to be so much bigger and better than it is. Mm-hmm. And then we judge ourselves for not having what we've decided that they have, which is not what they have. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And it's it's funny because I, I think our human tendency is to fill in the gaps. So we see a fireplace and we're like, that means she has a house that surrounds that fireplace. That's even more beautiful than the fireplace. And like, you know, it's this whole thing. And then she must be, she must have tons of money to have a house and a fireplace <laughs> right. like that. And then she, and she must be so happy because she doesn't have to worry about bills. And then we start to do this like reverse engineering and it's like, not at all what's going on. So yeah, I say just know that everyone has a story and that we're all living, living life um, as authentically as we can. That's, that's the goal, right? Is to like, just hundred, like as much as you can share the stuff. And it's through the pain and struggle that we do our most growth, right? and, And it's so, you know, it's unfortunate that that has to be that way, but at least if we can look at it and recognize that that's when we're expanding, that's growing, that's when we're becoming, you know, more aware or, um, 
you know, more enlightened, Mm -hmm. at least it doesn't feel like it's just happening for nothing. It's just happening to create sadness and, and struggle, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, listen, I would, I wish that my husband could be here with me. Mm -hmm. I would give anything, but can I say that there has been a transformation with who Mm -hmm. I am and what I know about myself? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, It has, it has certainly a beautiful thing that you've um, turn something so painful into something with such purpose. So, so you come alongside women now, which I think is so, so awesome because they need somebody who has a story to tell, right. That they can see themselves in. And so I love, and I think that probably the original question was of course, like, how do you, what's step one? And I'm thinking you, it's that choice factor, right. That you're helping them understand what they have control over. And so how do you feel how, how do you help people see that choice on a regular basis? Because I think one conversation sounds great and then you go live life and you're like, you start to get back into the weeds, right? So how do you, how do you do that? So I think it's, I think it's a two-step. I think it's deciding, mm-hmm. right? It's making the decision that, okay, I am choosing to be the hero in my life, not the victim in my mm-hmm. life. You know, Um, and I think that that is step one is just making a solid decision and understanding that there are going to, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road, right? That are really going to challenge your ability to stay on course of this decision. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking that you stay on course. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is practice. Mm -hmm. Faith is when we think it isn't happening at all, but we still believe it will. And we have to, and when I say faith, I mean that so broadly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that you are very religious. Mm -hmm. Some people call it God. Some people call it universe. Some people call it source. Whatever it is for you is beautiful and perfect. And I think that we feel like something's not working, so we don't want to put in the effort anymore. And the mm. practice is so huge. It's a practice, you know, it's it's a it's a practice of progress, not perfection. And it might start out small, but I'm a big believer that small steps create big leaps. And mm. we just have to make that committed decision to stay on course. And, you know, I, I share commitment very seriously because I believe there is, you know, dabbling and interest Mm -hmm. into like when it feels good, when it's easy, Mm -hmm. you know, when I feel like it and I don't have a headache, you know, or I'm not tired, you know, and then there's commitment. You know what? I have a headache, but I do it anyway. I have a crazy busy day, but I do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think that committing to our power and committing to to really accessing that strength within us and that choice mm-hmm. um, is, is huge. And, and you know, I, I will go on to say this. We can't have what we don't believe we deserve. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a big piece of it. I've been talking to a lot of women, especially this week, interestingly. And the theme seems to be I'm doing the work. I'm reading the books, I'm Mm -hmm. journaling, I'm saying the affirmations, I'm doing it all and nothing's changing. And my answer to you, if this is resonating with, with, with our listeners today, you're intellectualizing the work. You're Mm -hmm. not feeling the work. You're not believing the work. That's you're cutting yourself off right there. It is all about the feeling. It's about being in the feeling of deserving, being in the feeling of worthiness, being in the feeling of enoughness. Mm-hmm. That is our, you know, our vibration is our point of attraction. And when we feel the feelings, we attract the things. Mm. That's the key. So it's like, okay, well, somebody will say, well, how do I believe that? How do I believe that when, you know, right now I can't even pay my bills, but I want to, you know, live 
you know, a life of luxury or whatever. Well, we start with something you can believe. Well, what can you believe? Can you believe that you can pay your bills and have $500 extra? Is that something you can believe? Mm -hmm. And if I told you that that happened already, how would you feel? If I said your bills are all paid and here's $500 and this is how every month is going to go, how would you feel? It's amazing. Yeah. Feel it. Mm -hmm. Feel it. And feel that feeling and feel that vibration and be in that energy. Mm. And that is when we are attracting it back to us. That is the key. But for so many people, they don't believe that they can have it. Mm -hmm. And it is basically a barrier between you and it. Mm -hmm. I, all of it, every, yes. Okay, great. We can <laughs> shut the podcast down and... <laughs> I have no further questions. We're good. <laughs> I love it so much because I think that, um, you know, we hear that you have to hear something seven times in order to learn it. Right. And I think it's that same idea, although it has to continue going on, but yeah, you know, I know when I started visualizing, you know, three years ago now, I started this like visual journal and I started saying like, I want, or I wish, or, and I started flipping it to, um, like as if it's already happened. Right. So I say, you know, my, my boys, a dream of ours is to go to, to Disneyland together. We haven't done it yet. And so it's been like a coaching goal of mine is to, to fund us a trip to Disneyland. Right. And so <clears throat> I was saying like, you know, we want to go to Disneyland someday. This is just an example. And now I say we're walking with stormtroopers and the boys are full of joy. Like it's gonna make me cry thinking about, it. but like, <laughs> we're there, we're there. Yeah. You know, we have our feet in the sand at Koalina, which is another like hope, hope and dream that we have. And we're sitting in our backyard and we're completely relaxed. And, you know, like these things that we, that we think we kind of do this thing where we think we don't have control over, over even that. Like we don't even have control over how we visualize, but you do, you have control over the words you use in your life over yourself. And we so easily, I could tell you, Larice, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're gorgeous. You have such a story to tell everyone. Is, I could tell you that all day, but for us personally, until we put that practice in, we have such a hard say, time saying it to our, over ourselves. And so I think that it's so powerful to like understand the words that you use matter even to yourself. Right. And how do you, how do you do affirmations with your people or how do you walk them through that? Well, so first of all, I want to say a hundred percent what you just said. Mm. Oh my gosh. So my hairdresser was doing my hair last week and she was talking about something. She's like, well, I can't. I'm like, oh, don't use <laughs> Use that word. You're listening to yourself. Yes. You absolutely can. And words are powerful because guess what? You believe what you say. Mm -hmm. So if you are using language like that, I mean, that's another, you know, piece. Start paying attention to what you're saying to yourself because you are listening 100%. every minute of every day. Mm -hmm. So words like can't, you want to say I can't yet, mm -hmm. or, you know, I, 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 I'm planning on learning or I'm or not working on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Words are powerful. Um, so as far as affirmations, I am. I, you know, I, I share in a way that it is already done. I have, right. It's already happened. And I will say that even in my gratitude journal, sharing gratitude, I have done gratitude journals where I wake up in the morning and it's okay. Three things, you know, I have a five minute gratitude journal that I love. Um, and it's, you know, three things that you're grateful for. So I would bing, bing, bing. And then the next question is, you know, um, what are three great things that would happen today? Bing, bing, bing. Okay, here's what I realize, as much as I love this gratitude journal and it's amazing, but what I tell my clients to do is I want you to add because. Mm. When you write your three things that you're grateful for, I want you to put because, because I want you to experience the feeling. Oh my gosh, that's so good. The point is experiencing the feeling and without that piece, right? We're just checking off our boxes. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the beautiful day. I'm grateful for, you know, having a good hair day, whatever, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, um, which is something to be completely grateful for, by the way, <laughs> because yes, <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, 
you know, so writing because, you know, I'm grateful for my hair looking good because it makes me smile mm -hmm. and it makes me feel energized and it makes me feel like I'm just on top of the world and I feel like I'm happier to other people or I'm smiling more or whatever. Yep. And and guess what? You get to be happy about having a good hair day. That's okay. You know, yes, it's your choice. It's not a judgment. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel good about having a good hair day, yay for you. Yes. So, um, so really getting into the feeling mm. as to what that feels like, you know, and really, um, connecting with that piece of it. Cause that's the important piece. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I love it. Uh, gratitude too. That's so interesting that you, um, we're kind of talking about your process. I, something that's dawned on me since, since COVID. So it was like kind of this, like, thing where I had to really dig deep because we all did. <laughs> like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta dig deep right now. And I realized what I was doing with gratitude before was checking a box. Like you said, like I'm, grat I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. Yep. Everything's great. Everything's great. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. And then I realized that I wasn't being specific. I was being super general and glossing over it faster than I should. And so I started to get very, very dialed into like, uh, my husband brought me a cup of coffee, like a specific moment in the day that I was grateful for. Not just that in general, my husband makes coffee on occasion, right? Like it was that he brought me a cup of coffee when I was on a call and I couldn't get off and, you know, and it, to, to dial that in so specifically, but to add that piece of, because that is mm -hmm. gold. Right, because now it's like, because that because that brings me, it's such a big reminder of how much he loves me. Yes. He cares about my feeling good in the moment and have something that soothes me that I can't go get, you know, for myself and that he respects my busy time and wants to. Yes, be. all of it. Like, right. So now it's like creating all these feelings of warmth and comfort and joy and happiness yes. and gratitude and like feelings of wow he's like all these things you know it's you know my my um my my son is a senior and he's the quarterback of, of the football team and he has like his shoulder keeps popping out mm. and um it, it's it's just a big struggle he's not having the season that he thought he was going to have as a result of this and and whatever but last night I was really feeling frustrated. They were really getting beat and my son couldn't throw the ball because of his shoulder. And it was just, I was just feeling so sorry for him, especially his father was the coach. You know, I told you. Yes. That. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden him and his best friend who's on the team, but he was out uh, of the game because he's uh, recovering from a concussion. He'll be back next week. They embraced each other mm -hmm. in such a way that my heart, I felt it. I felt the love and the like, I've got your back so mm. much. So when we can just see things, you know, you talked about visualizing and I'm a big vision board person. Um, it's like, look at your vision board, look at the things that you created that you want and then Feel the feelings as if they're already yours. Feel it as if you're in it. You know, feel that hug between my my son and his great friend, you know, the, like as if it's happening to you. Like just get into the emotion of it. And that's the key. And that's the piece that I think a lot of people are missing and saying, why isn't this working? And then giving up because they're frustrated because it's not working. That's exactly right. You know, it's funny. My mind just went into a completely different direction, but I, I, I think it might be really good for us to talk about is I know for me and maybe for you too, that I spent a lot of time not even knowing what my vision was like, what do I want? Right. Like, what, like what is it I want? And I, I did for a chunk of time kind of grab up other people's visions. I was like, that sounds good. That sounds good. They seem happy, you know, and you kind of, I, I think there is a process, right. To really knowing what, what it is you want. And do you have any advice you give people in that area? Like, how do you know what's for you? What's, what's yeah. yours? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think, think about it. I think people are so like, it's like we start our day and it's like, our day kind of runs us rather yes. than us running our day. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same with life. We just wait for what comes at us. We don't go for what we want. Mm -hmm. And I think that 
what I would say is think about your life in a way that you're so powerful, that you have such limitless potential that you can create whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Believe that. Right? Just believe that for a moment. Stay with me and just believe that. If that's so, and if you're willing to put your trust in me for this moment, what would you want to create? Mm -hmm. And I think that once we can really get crystal clear, and don't think this is all supposed to happen overnight. I would, right. just, I would think about it, right? Yes. I would consider it and really kind of say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take like a week. I'm going to take two weeks and take a couple days, whatever. I'm really going to marinate in what are the things I want? Holy cow. I don't even know because let's not even go into this whole big topic of that. We live in a society as women, particularly that we are, that we believe we're supposed to meet the needs needs of everybody else know, even consider ourselves right so it's a sickness exactly <laughs> and women are so disconnected with what they want because they're so focused on what everybody else wants yes, yeah, and yeah. so that's a, that's another piece start but, there uh, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> right start there but it's like then we have to do the work of where do the limiting beliefs come up yeah where are the beliefs that you think you can't have it because yeah. we need to work through that and by knowing what you want and knowing what you're trying to create Thoughts will come up of why you can't have it. Mm -hmm. So once they come up, well, now we have a discussion. You know, mm -hmm. now we're going to talk through because let's let's face it. Nothing is true and everything is true, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what is true is what we decide is true. Mm -hmm. What is true is what's true for you. I believe anything's possible. And latch on to my energy if you need to. Until, yes. you know, until Because I truly believe that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that we don't have bumps along the way and that life is just perfect all the time but I believe that we can navigate through them and that we can ultimately have what we're willing to believe is true and what we believe we deserve oh I feel like we just went to church <laughs> <laughs> that was good I yeah and as you were talking I thought you know it's it's so interesting the way that our brains think, because I know for me, and I'm sure for so many that are listening, that we instantly try to figure out the how. So, you know, as soon as we put that vision there, we're like, but I don't like, I have no idea how that would work. You know, an example I can give is that I, we, I was so scared to say it because I didn't think it was possible. So that was the first thing was I wanted to send my boys to private school. I didn't think it was possible. And I also didn't think I had the right to want that, which is such a weird thing. But I was like that, that, you know, that's whatever. I had all these limiting beliefs that went around it. And so um, anyways, so I finally was uh, like brave enough to put it on my vision. But then I was immediately, I have no idea how that would even happen financially, physically. Like, how are we going to, how would this even happen? And that was maybe two and a half years ago. And what's so interesting is COVID hit. We stayed, we worked, did school from home. We moved, we, you know, that all of these things that came into play. Um, and you're going to love this. I'm just going to share this story that we, um, uh, financially, there was something that took place where we're like, it was like, it, it was just, everything was just like, it was just, it all came into place. And, and it was so interesting to me to, to think, I was so afraid to put that on the vision journal. And you know what, we could be sitting here today and it still not have happened, but the boys two weeks ago started in private school for the first time. Oh, I love it. And it was like, and I just, I, I am just in awe of how it really can happen. And that we really were the obstacle. <laughs> like we're the one that is not putting it out there because we're afraid or trying to figure out the how and not just doing the work or, you know, whatever it is. And I know that so much of how this all went is in my mind, completely a God thing, but I also kept putting it on my vision journal and I kept talking, you know, Chad and I both had the same heart for it. And, um, and when the time came for it to happen, what a beautiful feeling to know that like, I literally am like, I don't have to write that on my vision journal anymore. Like it was a strange feeling. Like it has happened, you know? So anyways, it, we just want to do the how. So, yeah. And I love that story. And you know, when I do vision board workshops, part of my, we do this little, um, 
um, cocktail party exercise. And part of the exercise is people share what they want, like crazy things. Like I want to be on Oprah. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. So yeah. I always say this. To you everybody. and Tracy. You okay. Well, Tracy yeah. wants to be Oprah. That's what she wants to be. Oprah. Yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe Tracy will interview me. I, there I you go. There you go. Yeah, she'll become Oprah and then she'll interview me. I love but, it. But, but I always share that because I'm like, don't be embarrassed about what you want. Like just, and, and the only rule is when you're sharing and you're talking about it as if it already happened. Like, so we go around like, oh, you know, like Selena, you would say like, oh, Larise, what's new in your life? Like, oh my gosh, I was just on Oprah last week. It was so amazing. The only rule is you can't ask how. Oh, how did you, how did you land that? How did that happen? Because the how trips everybody out. The how yes. says Oh yeah, I can. The how is not ours to figure out. You know, I'm going to share on that yes. note. Um, this opportunity became came up to buy this like 2010 little convertible Audi, right? And I was like, oh, like this is. And and we were getting this really unbelievable deal. It was five thousand dollars, but I have three kids going to college, right? Like, who am I to even be doing this? This is crazy. But I decided, and, and okay, so you know me, so you know I tell the truth because your listeners are going to be like, mm-hmm. come on, super super Fair. real. I'm the Holy Bible. Yeah. Decide. Oh my gosh, this just popped up. I wasn't expecting it, right? So it wasn't like in my budget. To, yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going for it. Like this just came to me. This is a great deal. I see myself in this convertible, you know. I buy the car on a Monday. That Wednesday, the $5,000 comes out of my bank. Thursday night, I swear to God, I hadn't gotten the mail in two days because I have a long driveway. <laughs> And I'm a little lady. <laughs> I'm sitting up at the counter opening all the mail. I swear to God, I receive a check for a thousand dollars from my son Kelly's school that I was not expecting. I, mm-hmm. I still don't know where, what that's about, but mm-hmm. I, my other son. You'll goes, take it. I'll take it. Yeah. My other son goes to the same school. I get a check for him for a thousand dollars, and then I get three more checks for a thousand dollars for a scholarship from the uh, company, the uh, union that my husband worked in for the for the triplets. They each got a thousand dollar scholarship towards college. I had exactly five thousand oh, dollars sitting gosh. on my counter that was taken out of my bank account the night before for this little convertible car. You can't make it. No, it no was it's not a question. And I spent five that. It was the exact amount that I yes. put out came back to me. You just have to put it out there. And you wouldn't have known that's how. You wouldn't have known that was how. Exactly. But yep. that's not my job. My job is to feel into what I deserve and what I desire and believe that when my heart desires it, that it has been placed there. Oh. And then I just have to do the work around what's stopping me from thinking I can have it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Like so many people are like, but I'm doing all the things to get this promotion. And I'm doing all the things to, you know, find love in my life. And it's like, no, let's, we can't build a house on sand. Let's go back to the foundational piece of how you feel about yourself and your own relationship with you and your self-love. That's where we need to start. And I know that you feel like, oh my gosh, really? Like, it feels like I'm sending you all the way back to the start line. Yeah. But trust me, yeah. that's where we need to start. And then it's going to come so much faster and easier. But mm-hmm. right now you're spinning your wheels. And yeah, sometimes maybe it works or maybe it works temporarily, mm-hmm. but it feels so hard. Mm-hmm. It feels so hard. So it's like, let's go back to really doing that inner work. And when we create that beautiful internal home, our external experiences transform, our Mm. external world transforms. Mm. And it's it's so, I, (laughs) (laughs) oh, we're going to have to, I think we might have to have you like on quarterly or something. I'm, uh, and if anyone, I'm just going to put a plug in here. Larissa and I with Tracy and our friend Carrie Ann moderate a room over on Clubhouse on Wednesdays. And this is the kind of, we do, we do this at like every Wednesday. So this is, yeah, yeah, I, I'm used to this, but I'm excited for everyone who doesn't know you to get used (laughs) to get used to it. But I I think that as we wrap up, I just, um, I want to encourage, and I'd love to hear your final thoughts for that person who is honestly going like sitting on their couch right now in tears because they say, I'm like, I'm going to get emotional. They want something different and they don't think that they're worth that work or 
that the people around them will accept change in them. And what would you say to that person that is feeling trapped? Um, I think I would say a few things. I, I would say that let me be the example. Mm-hmm. I, 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 am a, I was a young you know, woman married to the love of her life and had four young kids. He, you know, passed away, in my opinion, tragically. Um, And let me be the proof that we don't have to be what it seems like we should be. It seems Mm. like I should be a victim and be miserable and be, you know, just trying so hard to scrape up, you know, enough energy Mm -hmm. and enough time and enough resources to carry on a somewhat, you know, okay life. And I'm here to tell you that I miss my husband terribly and that I still, when I have moments, love myself enough to remove myself from social situations because I need to feel my feelings of some grief that is just sort of passing through me in that moment unexpectedly. But that I am living a life of just amazing things. And it's because I believe I deserve it. And because I believe I can have it. And I'm no different from you. I'm no different from you at all. I am a regular girl growing up, you know, middle class, you know, on a budget, you know, and, um, and planning on rocking in a rocking chair with my husband at 80 years old, like my parents are doing right now with all of our grandchildren and all of our great grandchildren. And it didn't work out that way for me, but I took, I just took another path, a path of strength and a path of power and decided that my circumstances weren't going to create my destiny. My choices were. So what I would say to you is make a choice, do something different, get a life coach, get someone in your life that you can latch onto their energy of what's possible. Um, do something different, even if it feels a little uncomfortable or a little crazy. Oh, I love that. Yes. And I think, um, I almost, I would even add, especially if it feels uncomfortable, Yeah, that is where (laughs) that growth is. And I love it. And we're going to, we're going to put, uh, your information in the show notes. So if anyone wants to connect with you directly, they can do that for sure. And, and, um, get a little love from Larissa, but I'm overwhelmingly, um, grateful for you to be on here because I know there are so many that, that need this encouragement. And I love the fact that this will be static and it'll stay out there for anyone who ever needs this pep talk. And and I really, I'm excited for anyone who, you know, nine months from now, here's this, and it was at the perfect time for them. And, and I, I'm just, I'm just really, really, really grateful that you would be on and thank you, Larise, for being yeah. here. Thank you, Selena. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for just being in my life. I just love that, you know, we have uh, been connected through Tracy and I'm mm-hmm. truly grateful for our friendship. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you hanging out with me here. If there is something that you love, that you want to remember, make sure you write it down. Write it down because those are the things that we retain best. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Tag me at mrs.selena.johnson and make sure you share it with a friend if you know somebody who needs this encouragement today as well. Thanks for listening again and see you soon.